You're listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Each week, Sinead, that's me, surprises Darren with a topic and we run with it. As the title suggests, the topics will be marketing-based, but the rest is unknown to Darren. So let's get into it. We're back, Sinead. It's another episode of the Studio 93 podcast, which is called A Little Thing Called Marketing. And as you heard in the intro there, um, I have no idea what we're about to talk about. So Sinead, um, tell us what it's all about today. I'm going to start this off with a question. Do you think traditional marketing is dead? First of all, while I buy myself some time to think, let's give our listeners some examples of what we mean by traditional uh, marketing. So I suppose radio, newspapers... TV, ads in magazines, flyers. Uh, can you think of anything else I'm missing? No, I think you, you pretty much billboards, hit, hit the main even. one. Billboards, yeah. You don't see them as much anymore, but yes, no. that would be traditional. Okay, I guess when we hold up traditional marketing in one hand, the other hand is usually holding up if we're doing a comparison. What's the other one holding up, Sinead? Like digital marketing, yeah. yeah. Digital. So we often answer that question, or I often answer that question with digital in mind, and you're kind of comparing and contrasting the two. Mm. Is that um, fair? I don't know, um, but I, I find it hard not to do that. So like, is it dead? Is it dead? Is it dead? I mean, it's not dead. It's still there, but it definitely doesn't have the appeal that it used to have. And that is largely down to the alternatives that we now do have, which Mm. we didn't have, you know, 15 years ago in terms of what we can do with digital. I have said it before, Sinead, you have heard me saying it lots of times. I'm not saying that traditional doesn't work. Mm. I'm saying it's, I feel it's overpriced and I'm interested in the underpriced and it's attention what we're talking about here. So yeah. when, I, when I when I talk about traditional, it's it's like I feel it's overpriced attention, and then I'm interested in what's the underpriced attention. So I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it's I find it hard to for it to make sense today because I know the cost of that, and I know the cost of you know what you might spend on online and digital marketing. Mm. I also know how trackable the digital element is and also know how hard it is to track and quantify the money that you spend in traditional. Yeah, I think it's a hard one with traditional marketing because especially I think in Ireland, because we're such a small country and we've always done things the way we've always done them, right? So I think any business or anyone I know who's trying to get out there is like, we'll put an ad in the paper, put an ad in the radio because that's where everyone's listening to. Ah, social media, what do you mean? Sure, what? Like, why would I be putting it on Facebook? I'm not even on Facebook. And it's kind of like, how do you justify that much of a spend for just doing what we've always done? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so why am I spending 150 euro on a half page ad? Maybe it's even more. I don't even know. For something I don't even know if I'm going to get a customer, a client or a call or an action out of, Yeah, you know? So I think like we're saying, okay, well, I'm interested. Do you watch TV? Do you listen to the radio? No, No. never, never. We never watch TV. So we got the, um, we got the TV in the, the, you know, the Irish channels and whatever, Mm. a couple of things. Fairview, is it? Yeah. But for the one reason that when my, my mother or my mother-in-law was over babysitting Dylan, our, our child, they wanted to have uh, th- those channels to watch. Okay. So we, uh, myself and my wife and Dylan as well, we don't watch it 
and it's only was brought in for the grannies to have for them to have something to watch so we watch um netflix or whatever online yeah. youtube or even um but that's an interesting now that i think of it because we say is traditional dead and and specifically if you're talking about tv and i've just made a case almost against myself there because i said we don't watch tv so mm. myself and my wife and we're you know we're in our kind of mid to mid 30s to to 40 plus um <laughs> but our parents do but they're in a different age bracket yeah. there so the question would be maybe you're going to reach them with a tv ad um, because they're going to watch the TV. Mm. Um, so, yeah, interesting. I'm slightly arguing against myself there. But again, I, I would say, again, if I'm going to take, talk, talk, talk about my own mother, and I've mentioned her already in a podcast, um, <laughs> and she gets mentioned to a lot of my clients. Hi, Darren's mom. Yeah. She's on Facebook all the time, <laughs> all the time. And so if, if I had a client who wanted to reach her, her demographic, mm. you know, and if they're going, oh, will we do, uh, will we do an ad on, I'm not going to name any TV stations, but will we do an ad on an Irish TV station mm. or will we do online? Um, and, and it's careful, it's important actually to make that, sometimes we think online is just social media. It's, yeah. it's not. We were talking about social media. We're talking about search Google. We're talking about mm -hmm. websites. We're talking about the whole thing. It's not just social media. But yeah. again, it would be very hard for me to say to a client, you know what, Johnny, I think you should do the ad on, on national TV. And I think, mm. I think it'll cost you, you know, uh, upwards of a hundred times what I think you should spend on social media. And I think you'll get better results from the social media, but you go ahead and do the ad. Like I can't do, I can't say yeah. that because I don't believe it. Yeah. And I think it's funny, even me, cause I don't, we don't watch telly either. Uh, my, myself, and my partner, but again, say even my mother, uh, would come to me and say, did you see that ad now for such and such? And I'd be like, no, like, where would I see it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it's catered to you specifically and whoever is watching Coronation Street with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. On the ad break, they know yes. who's watching, they know the demographic That's and they true. know who they're targeting. So again, there is probably that targeted marketing there, but how many people are seeing it, I don't know. And how, how can they... Well, and I do agree with you. So for for a specific age group, maybe some of the traditional media is 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 it's it's worth considering. I'll put mm. it that way. But here's the thing: uh, two things to say about that. That demographic will not be here in twenty five, thirty years. Yeah. Right. So where are we going to be then? Because we'll all have moved on, and our habits will have changed. I feel like we need slow back sad music for the background here. I get you. I mean, where are we going to be? Are we going to be a nation of people just on their phones with nothing, nothing else? Or are we going to have moved on to something else? You know, very, very possible. You know, um, who's who's to know? Actually, do you know what I'm interested in hearing from you is: Are there any ads? or jingles from radio or TV that have stuck with you over the years from maybe being a kid or anything like that. Mm. You know, because I feel that's, again, in another podcast, we talked about McDonald's and that, ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Yeah. you know, that'll always, always stay with me because the minute you hear that, you know who it is. That's where I, I think traditional marketing, you know, in that sense mm. where you can hear it, maybe not so much the print, but the radio and TV works. Is there anything, any jingles that have stuck with you? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but mm. I, I want to just 
um, expand on what you're saying there because I do find it interesting. The the if you're talking about jingles or or, or funny ads or something mm. that sticks with you, mm-hmm. that's a a constant that still happens. But it's just like where are we consuming it? So yeah, we so in our youth or years back, that would have been the TV. That stuff is still being consumed and yeah. it's still happening, but it's just not happening on TV. That's now being experienced sense. on. Mm. on phones or you know tiktok or whatever you like yeah. but the 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 basic idea and the premise and the results of something sticking in your head or a brand becoming in, ingrained in in mm-hmm. your psyche is the same and this is what another thing i love about kind of marketing really is like you know the tools and the tactics change over time but the basics remain the same yeah. you know get your brand out there get be memorable, have a memory hook, or as you say, a jingle can be effective. You know, that's a basic concept that is just applied to different mediums. Mm -hmm. So whether that happens now online, I think it does happen online. It's basically what people were trying to do on TV years ago. But here's the question I have for you, Sinead. Yeah. I just, it's a rhetorical question. How many times do you think someone sees an ad on TV and goes, Oh, let me ring. Let me take an action on that straight away. Let mm-hmm. me ring that company or let me send an email or, oh, what's their website? Like we, we don't. So I think, and I know this is a talk about traditional media, so we don't want to just get bogged down too much in TV, which yeah. is, is a big one. Yeah. But I think, I think it's probably, that's probably more brand awareness really more than anything. So if we mm. see the ads, maybe those big brands are just happy that their brand is out there. And it's funny, you, you said it earlier on where, you know, we sometimes are inclined to just keep doing what has already always been done mm. um, because, you know, that's what we've always done or yeah. that's what everyone does. And I have, I wouldn't say pushback with clients, but sometimes I've questioned them on that way of thinking. And it, it can just, that can just happen because we just, we, we don't, we feel comfortable just continuing to do the things even though the results from those initiatives, so advertisements in the papers or the radio, whatever it is, it can be shown to be not that effective, mm. yet we still will do it. Yeah. Um, so do you think that comes with kind of resistance against maybe social media and not having an understanding about it? And maybe resistance like, Darren, what do you mean I shouldn't be putting a half page ad or a, a two minute ad on the radio? You know, because because that's what's worked for me in the past. Like, how do you how do you come up against that? That's that's a, a generational issue. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, and that's that's what I said when I said earlier about, you know, years are going to move on and um, that generation is not going to be with us because the younger generation just behind that generation, including myself, doesn't have that mentality like again i i I remember i I think i'm the generation i'm 42 but i can clearly remember a time where there was no internet yeah and i remember the computer coming into the house and now obviously i remember the time after the internet there's there's generations every generation behind me only remembers a time where there was internet Mm. do you think they like seeing a physical ad in a paper yeah. and hearing a physical, like hearing an ad on the radio. Do you think that's what it is? Like they're actually seeing evidence of what they've paid money into, you know, because sometimes you put an ad on Facebook and most likely you're not going to see your own ad, if that makes sense, like while you're kind of scrolling the platform or whatever. There's a a huge element of that. Mm. Unfortunately, there's a huge element of that. I can think of, um, it's a good few years ago back now. And again, I won't mention the client. I won't even mention what they, what their, their business was. 
we were able to show them that they were throwing their ad budget, just throwing it into a bush or throwing it, they might as well have thrown it down a well. Because mm. we could literally put up a, a, like a, an Excel spreadsheet that showed them categorically, you're putting this spend in the wrong place. Mm, and it's, it's kind of unfortunate, it's kind of sad because you know, then you think about how many businesses are still doing that. And maybe that's, it's kind of a vicious circle because there's businesses still doing it. So everyone will continue to do it, even though none of them, you know, or I'm not saying none of them will get results, but potentially some of them aren't getting results from it. And going back to that client, the, the unfortunate reality was they, they just couldn't walk away from that because I think it was that. I think mm. they just like buying the paper and seeing their ad. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's just a physical thing. And gone are the days of getting the newspaper delivered to your door. Do you know? Gone are the days of, do you know what I used to love was magazine subscriptions. Yeah. How bloody exciting was it? Subscribe. Well, actually, if if my mother ever let me, because they didn't cost money. <laughs> Trying to convince her I really do, wanted to do arts and crafts every month, you know. But kids don't have that these days. You know, there there isn't that want or need for magazines or newspapers, mm. I feel I even know my partner's dad, again, could be a generational thing, but every Sunday he'll get a newspaper. It's kind of like his treat for the week yeah. where he sits on the couch and has his cup of tea and his breakfast and reads the newspaper, you know, sprawled out on the couch, you know, covering his head, you know, like the thing you'd see in movies where granddads are, are reading their papers. And I'm not calling him a granddad. But well, listen, my, you know. my dad is the same. My dad will always buy a paper on a Sunday and yeah. sit there and read it. Now, uh, we could go lots of directions here and mm. we could easily get side sidetracked. But like, I'll ask you this, Sinead, like your, your, sorry, your dad is who you were talking about. My partner's dad. Your partner's dad. Yeah. But he's reading the paper, but how many of those ads is he reading? No. <laughs> he's, he's not looking at any of the ads. No, he wants to know the news, the the sports and, yeah. you know, the stuff that they, they really are picking it up for, I suppose. It makes sense. And again, like you're saying there, who's reading the ads? How do you measure it? How do you track who's reading them? We can't. Can you, or is there a, a magic way to track who's reading the newspaper? No, there's not at all. There's a couple of ways that, that people have used in the past. And I mentioned this already in, a, in another podcast, so I'm not going to go on too much. Mm. You know, it, it, it's this idea of your front of house kind of asking. Yeah. Especially when you yeah. know you, you have ads in the paper or whatever or wherever. How did you hear about us? And if they say, oh, I saw your ad in the XYZ, fine. You can justify that that uh, marketing spend. A- another old way of doing it um, was that you might have a, a coupon code. So you'd have okay. an ad in the paper or wherever and you'd say, contact us and use the code XYZ to get 10% off. Mm. And then you can justify it that way because how many people said the code or again, this going way back, you don't see it anymore, but you'd have ads in the newspaper and there'd be a coupon. You literally had to cut the coupon out, yes, yes, yeah. bring it into the physical store, say I want to buy whatever it is. Oh, here's my coupon. And then that store owner would just like gather up all the coupons. And then at the end of the month or the end of the week, they go, well, there's 15 coupons, mm. or 50 or 100 coupons, and then that's how they could track it. Mm. But again, you just don't see that anymore. Flyers and leaflets. Yeah. You know, when you're touching on print, which obviously we would do a bit of here, like what's your stance on on that? Well, my stance on it is, and, and you've touched on the fact that we would do a little bit of it here, and there's a massive high quality printer, as you know, down yeah. in your office. Yeah. Um, when, we, when, I, when we started this company 16 years ago, we for we did a lot of print. Yeah. That was one of the the main things we did. Um and 
I mean, I, I, Sinead, you're new to the company. You're here I, I, maybe maybe around two months now, something mm. like that. How many client jobs have you seen going through that printer down there? I think possibly one. I don't yeah. know if you've even seen one really? because that printer has been turned off pretty much since, uh, well, when COVID kicked in, really. That, yeah. that printer sat there for for two years doing nothing really. Yeah. Um, and it, and it was, it had got, had become slow a couple of years before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're asking me, you know, do I think print is still relevant? Yeah. I can answer you with, Sinead, that printer that we're just discussing, I'm trying to get rid of it now yeah. because I have no use for it mm. because clients are not interested in print anymore. Mm. And, and I understand why. Yeah. And would, would brochures f- kind of fall under that? category as well for print i'm seeing more and more companies and we don't get me wrong we do brochures for companies and yeah. i think there's definitely a place for comp- for our brochures yeah but more and more we're seeing um clients designing a brochure and then just having it as a pdf file uh-huh. that they will just send to potential customers and they're not really doing the print end of it anymore some of them are a little bit but nowhere near to the level that they were doing 10 years ago and again a lot of it is is around, you know, why would I pay to have a, an A5 flyer designed? Mm-hmm. And why would I print 500 flyers? Um, and then what am I going to do with them? Like, I'm going to go around to shops and put them on the counter. Am I going to put them on billboards? They're not. Because why would you not just take that money and spend it on Facebook ads or something like that? Yeah, totally. And not even that, you know, half that budget. So it just, it's, it, it's more and more that it's just print is making less and less sense yeah now, i'm gonna go back though and i'm gonna slightly um contradict con- contradict <laughs> myself which i i think there's going to be another theme in this podcast yeah when you asked me the question initially you know is traditional media dead uh i was doing running running the program in my head to come up with my answer and mm. it, i think it's become so so i think about print specifically it's so scarce now then maybe it could see a resurgence because we are all, so if we think of direct mail, so a postcard or something or a, a leaflet or whatever, mm-hmm. like 15 years ago, you would come home from work, school, whatever it was, and there would be a f- few leaflets or postcards or flyers or whatever that yeah. had been put in the door, you know, that day. That doesn't happen anymore. So arguably there's an opportunity for businesses now to stand out because we don't get things in the post anymore. So I think, and I have done this the odd time in it's rare that we get a piece of promotional material in the door here and it's a, I'll open it up. And if it's a nicely produced, good quality, now I have to stress this. It has to be high quality. It has to feel good in my hands. Mm. It has to look professionally designed. Arguably, I'm going to pay more attention to that than maybe something I see online because I just don't get anything in the post. So it's like, oh, what's this? Okay. It, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so there's, there is a, an argument there for it, but uh, like, like what I just said, it has to be high quality because if I get some, uh, I, I think of something during the week that came into my own house and it was like printed like flimsy. on flimsy and it yeah. wasn't particularly impressive and actually gave me uh, a negative perception mm-hmm. of the company. So I, I, I'm not going to say, yeah, it's dead. I think there's still opportunities for it, but I can definitely tell you over 16 years, I can, I can see a graph in my head and I can see the line going steadily down, down, mm-hmm. down, down in terms of um, how effective that stuff is, how interested clients are in even engaging with that stuff. And it's not going to suddenly turn and go back up. I think the days of 
the the big marketing spend on again traditional marketing is gone because it it just doesn't make any sense anymore yeah that's interesting because I know we've done a podcast kind of on social media. How often do you think people's ads and content are getting kind of lost in a vast array of stuff online then? I think it's less about things being lost and more about like your your message as a business won't get lost if the targeting is is set up right and okay. it's shown to the right people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We did talk about that um, before about, you know, the, the power of being able to literally put your ad in front of the exact right person. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, so I think the ad, your ad will definitely be put in front of the right people, but whether they will take an action or whether they'll stop long enough to to really engage with that, that's arguable because yeah. they're, they're probably, you know, you could be on Instagram wherever and you're scrolling. And I think I've mentioned this before, you know, it's this idea of, the mindset of the person on the specific social media site. So if I'm on LinkedIn, my mindset is business. That's why I'm there. That's what it's yeah. about. But if I'm on, if I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling, I'm I'm not there looking for, I'm not there looking for a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I'm not there looking for um, a web designer. I'm there looking to be entertained or see what, you know, my family is up to or whatever it is. I, that's a rambling. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I know. I totally get what you mean about it. It depends on, on your frame of mind, I suppose. Um, and things can get, can get lost, but equally if they're in the right place at the right time, they won't get lost. I think that's exactly what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah. Is traditional marketing dead going back to it? Probably not. It's just moving with the times maybe, or we're moving like marketing is moving with us. Yeah, I I get do I don't think it's dead, but I I think anyone who is thinking about engaging with traditional media and marketing just needs to be very um creative in whatever way they utilize mm-hmm. that medium because yeah. the old ways definitely don't work. And just putting an ad in the newspaper for the sake of putting an ad in a newspaper is is criminal really. Yeah. Um and and if you're if you're putting an ad in a newspaper because you want to buy the newspaper and see your logo I mean, there's cheaper ways to do that. Print, mm-hmm. print it out on an A4 and post it to yourself. It'll cost you a lot less. Yeah. So even the idea, as I said, of a simple postcard, but executed really well mm. and delivered to the right, the right person, um, could be, could be hugely effective and could possibly be, you know, more effective than some kind of ham-fisted attempt to do something online. So again, I just think it, it, it requires a lot of creativity, but the long and the short of it is no matter what you do, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. Mm. No, I get you totally. Like my, my kind of two cents here is what I would have kind of thought about traditional before was even that subliminal messaging, you know, like having that, um, jingle or whatever they're saying in the background of what, you know, you're not even thinking about listening to the radio. It's just happening. Whereas now for consciously scrolling, we can kind of scroll past an advert if we want to. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So, but are we actually taking in what that radio is saying or is it all just white noise? You know, so like for me, it's so, it's, it's funny because I don't listen to the radio either unless I'm in the car. And even then I'd probably put on Spotify. So you're, I'm picking my own music now, do you mm. know? So again, it's, it's probably bringing it, bringing it down to a generational thing. And I, w- I was just going to say it and it might seem morbid when it's, but it's come up a lot during yeah. this conversation. And like I said, I think it's interesting how often my mind has gone to 
I'm, I'm going to be blunt those people aren't going to be here in 25, 30, 40 years mm-hmm. so what's going to happen to those mediums because they're the only people that yeah. are using them right now um, actually I'll ask you one thing before we finish up do you think then businesses should maybe be investing in a mix a marketing mix uh, with maybe more money and ad spend kind of catered or you know towards social marketing social media marketing online marketing and a yeah. little bit of traditional thrown in. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I need to stop here and make a point. Mm. I am not, I don't, I'm not on here going like bashing, like bashing the radio, mm. bashing the newspaper and trying to, you know, do them out of business and just, you know, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. So I do think, and every company and every business is different in their mix, what we call the marketing mix. So, you know, which is, you know, what mediums are you using and and, and how and for what what marketing mix works for one organization may not work exactly the same for another. So it depends yeah. on your audience, depends on your product or service, whatever it is. And I do think for the right customer, absolutely, 100%, bit of newspaper, bit of radio as well. Mm. But what I would always say is like, you, you better be able to justify that spend after. So if you do spend money on the newspaper and if you do spend money on radio ads, like you, you need to be able to come back and categorically say whether that worked or it didn't yeah. work for you. No, and if totally. it doesn't work, you need to stop doing it. Yeah, makes sense. I suppose like we can track our results on social social media and online and stuff. And just being able to somehow track, you know, if there is any results from traditional as well to, to see if it is worth your while and if you should continue it in your marketing mix. Uh, or change it up and don't be afraid to change it up, I suppose, as well, because it's not, you, you know, your business is not going to be the same year in, year out. It's that kind of last or one of the last building blocks in what we call, you know, the the like a, a, a funnel, if you like, in how we marketing. So we go from here to here to here to here. Mm. And often clients kind of once the ad or the marketing initiative is out in the world, that's where they stop. But you, you have to do that analysis after the fact yeah. of of what, well, what has it actually done for us? Yeah. How has it moved the dial mm. in terms of our bottom line? Because yeah. that is what it's all about. And if it's not working, you know, you can change it. Don't think you're stuck in a rut and that marketing doesn't work. Yeah. You know, if you don't know how to do it yourself, I would say get advice and, and seek seek advice from people who do know what they're talking about. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. And what where I'd like to end on this podcast is, and it, we talked about it earlier, it's just my advice, and no one's asking for it, but you're going to get it, okay. is... um. Like, just don't let the reason for doing some of the, these marketing um, initiatives in terms of the traditional, don't let the reason be, we've always done that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, I think we're all guilty of that sometimes. So maybe that's that's a good thing to end on. Don't do what you've always done. Just for the sake of it. Sinead, thank you for, for this conversation. And it's definitely... Got the gears going in my own head. As we say, I don't know what the themes are for these podcasts. I don't know what the questions are. Um, all I do know is that I like to contradict myself and I, <laughs> I definitely have done that. And you're a bit morbid. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it's really enjoyable. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. See you next week. You've been listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram for more. And if you have any suggestions for topics, do send us a message on Instagram. We'll be back same time, same place next week. And don't forget, you can visit our website, www.studio93.ie for on-demand webinars, blog posts or to book a consultation.